Hi there, business owner. Do you want a better understanding of business finance, what your numbers actually mean, and stories of the highs and lows of business where I'll be sharing my tips and tricks every week? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to the 3Bs Podcast with Stephanie. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the 3Bs Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie, and I hope you've all had a wonderful week. We have had half term this week, we're in the mists of half term and juggling has been a little trickier than usual. Um, This week I wanted to talk to you about networking and how you can really make the most from networking, not necessarily the traditional networking that people think of and my top tips for getting the most from any networking events you attend. So on with the episode. So networking, in the broadest sense of the term, is just talking to people, getting to know people, telling them about yourself and what you do, getting to know about them as well and what they do. I think that's really important too. Um, But networking is not necessarily just these hotel meetups where you go for breakfast or dinner in an evening and you sit and talk to a room of complete strangers and then leave. Networking can be so much more than that. And I think people forget that just talking to people can be the best thing for your business. Number one, you need to tell your friends and family what it is you do. I am a bookkeeper and accountant, but that's not all I do. And a lot of people don't necessarily know the roles a bookkeeper and accountant can provide for them. It can be so much more than compliance. And I think That is something that is not often um, put across. And if your friends and family don't know what you do, then nobody else is going to know what you do. Secondly, you need to look at your network. Now, you will be very surprised at the amount of people that are already in your network. It can be people you have worked with previously. It can be people at your children's clubs, parents at the football team. It could be... Uh, whatever your hobby is so if you're like me into motorsport it's your, you, you know the people you know at motorsport fellow fans teammates drivers etc etc it is people who you went to school with so recently um somebody I went to school with got back in touch with me it's been 15 years since we left school and actually he's somebody that we didn't necessarily get on at school either um there was no bad blood between us but we just didn't we weren't friends at school per se and now we speak once or twice a week and it's just incredible the people you don't realize you already know and if people know what you do when they hear people question because people generally discuss you know the amount of times I've said to somebody oh I'm looking for a new hairdresser or only the other day I was talking to a client and I said oh Who is your eyebrow lady? Because, you know, I need a new one. Mine's moved on and I'm looking for a new one. Those little recommendations are sometimes better than any marketing effort you could ever put in. So look at the network you already have and tell people what you do. If you are going to attend a in-person networking event, 
um, like the ones where you go for breakfast and things. Make sure you've got a digital business card. Um, I, If you send me a, uh, an email or a DM, I have um, a particular brand that I use called Ovalu. Um, they're fantastic and you can personalise this card that you should keep in your purse or your wallet and you can add photo, contact details, email addresses, websites, even little bios, all the links to your social medias, everything on there and you just tap it on the back of somebody's phone and the NFC tag in it will bring up a link. So similar to a QR code if you've used QR codes but this is a card that you tap on the back of a phone and will give you give you the person all of your contact details um, without you having to read out your number and type it in, etc., which can be really helpful. But I do believe you should also carry a small handful of paper card, actual business cards around with you because not everybody has phones that have NFC capabilities. Not everybody's comfortable with using technology. It definitely depends on the industry you're in and it depends on the type of whether it's business to business or business to consumer that you're working with in your business but it's important to get contact details and give contact details when you are at a physical networking event and you must also have not necessarily a pitch ready I don't like the 60 second pitch I much prefer telling people what you do off the cuff but getting comfortable with telling people what you do who you are who you help what your product or service is, what you provide, and keeping it to less than 60 seconds. You know, that's that's the key for me. Time is precious. We don't need to sit here um, in these networking meetings and spend 10, 15 minutes talking to somebody, trying to explain what it is you do and finding out that actually they're not your ideal client, they're not somebody that's going to benefit you in your network. And that's just a waste of time then. And we don't have a lot of it. So I think it's important to use your time wisely when you're at these events. But then there's also the in-person events, so the exhibitions and things like that. So I did an earlier episode of the podcast. If you scroll back through the archives, you'll find, I can't remember which number it is off the top of my head, but I went to a Countex back in May um, and I did a episode on this podcast all about... Um, my experience at Countex because it was my first in-person post-COVID um, event and it was a big exhibition um, compared to your, your networking breakfast and things like that. And I think the key to those, the, the biggest thing I took from those things is you need to get contact details and you need to talk to as many people as you can while you're at those events because... You don't know what comes from it. So I went to a Countex primarily because I needed to do it. I wanted to push myself out of my comfort zone and, and to say I've done it. I wanted to record an episode on the podcast on it because I thought it would help other business owners, particularly post-COVID when we hadn't been going to in-person events. And I wanted to find a couple of new softwares or a couple of new partners um, to work with for a couple of different niche not issues because they weren't they weren't problems to solve, but I knew there would be technology out there that could assist a couple of my clients that I was looking for specifically. So that's what I went to the event for. And if you're going to go to one of these big exhibitions, go there with a purpose so that you don't feel like you've wasted your entire day. Um, but from that, I was introduced to a software 
called Pulse, which is a financial reporting dashboard that uh, I use and my clients use. It's great for UK limited companies, gives you lots of insights and data, um, which is fantastic. And off the back of using that software for a few months, I then helped Pulse get their ICB accreditation with my professional body. And I did one of their webinars, both opportunities that wouldn't have happened had I not have gone to Accountex and built that um, relationship and started using the product itself and started that conversation back in May. So there is plenty of opportunities that can come from these that are not necessarily the reason you're attending them. And the other thing that's important to note is for networking, if you are a more in business like myself, childcare is often a barrier to attending these network breakfasts and events because we don't have childcare or we don't, the children are old enough to be left on their own um, or left with somebody else for extended periods of time. The breakfast ones never work for me because our breakfast club doesn't start till 7.30 to take them to school. So I can't be in a hotel at 6.30 on a Tuesday morning. And that's okay. Um, There's obviously online ones, which are great. Um, And you can just talk to people and get to know people. The majority of the new clients I have taken on this year at ABCS UK have been from other business owners. I've either met at awards. I've either... um, The people I spoke to um, just in the course of business, I've maybe bought things from their business... Um, but sometimes a year before, before they've made contact. Um, but uh, the majority have been other business owners in my office building. So I have an office in Kent and my office is one of maybe 30 over two floors in a building. And I now have most of the top, my corner of the floor. Most of them are now clients of mine. Um, because they can see me. So even just by having that like logo on the door and just saying hello as you pass people in the corridor, that is still networking. Sometimes it's subconscious, but you know, you talk about the weather, you talk about the heating not working, or you talk about, oh, the kids are with you today. I took the kids into the office with me yesterday and things like that. So I can get a little bit of work done just for a change of scenery for us because the weather's appalling this half term. So I digress. Networking in the most simplest of terms, is talking to people, making sure people know who you are, what you do, and how you, how you can help the people that you do help or you serve or what your product can help, for example. I think my final thing to leave you with is a phrase somebody said to me once, and I cannot remember who it was, and I it kills me because... I'd love to credit them because it's a phrase I use so often in business. And that is, you have two ears and one mouth. So you should listen twice as much as you speak. And I think that's even more important at networking. If you absorb information, if you listen to what people are telling you, you're going to be have a better understanding of them and their business. And if you are, if they're your ideal client, you're literally listening to market research to the feedback to the problems they have seeing where you can help them and that's so important i hope you've enjoyed this week's episode and 
have a wonderful rest of your week if it's half term for you keep going you can do it if your half term is next week then i hope you make the most of this week and you have a lovely half term next week i'll see you then and that brings us to the end of another week of the three b's podcast with stephanie thank you so much for listening I'd really appreciate it if you could like, subscribe, rate and review this podcast wherever you are listening to it so that I can reach more business owners and help them build better businesses. See you next week for the next episode.